joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear highly esteemed brothers and sisters, I would love to greet each and every one of you, wherever that you are, you who have found pleasure in listening to us on a weekly basis, online or on your local radios of your respective cities among the nations of the earth. We want to greet you in the name of our Passover and in the name of your Passover. It is the Apostle Paul saying to us that Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Hallelujah. If the Lamb was in Egypt the source of the Passover, which delivered Israel from her bondage, from her chains, from her pain, from her cries and suffering. Christ, our true Passover. We have just come from our Passover weekend. I would love that you should follow me well. Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. There is no victory outside Passover. For mankind, there is no victory outside Passover. Our victory is in our Passover, who is the Christ who was slain. He is the victory that I want to share with you today. Access to the book that was in the hand of the eternal God was conditioned by victory and the victory of Passover. Follow me well, for the Lord is going to release the spirit of victory that goes all around the earth. Wherever that you are, it will reach you in the name of our Passover. Follow me well. John is crying because there was no one in the heavens and on earth who was an overcomer of the situation at hand. Then one of the elders said to him, Do not weep. Do not weep, habitants of the earth. Christ, our Passover, was slain. Do not weep, for the lion of the tribe of Judah has overcome him. And who was this lion? It was the lamb that was slain, not just for a nation or an individual. The lamb was slain for all the nations. It is the Passover for the nations, for the peoples, for the tribes. Christ slain is the Passover, and you come out of all your mess, and I proclaim it in the name of the Passover. It is one of the 34 elders who were speaking to the one who was hopeless, no matter your hopelessness. I do not know any other victory. The Passover, the Passover is your hope in your hopelessness. Even the servant of God, Moses, was hopeless because the war was with no end, without end, because of the stubbornness of Pharaoh. But God had the Passover for them. The slain lamb. Listen to me, habitants of the earth. God said to Moses, I will do one more miracle 
and he will let you go. He will drive you out. I'd love that demons should drive you out in the same way they drove Jesus out of death. The Bible says that the chains of death could not hold him because he was Mr. Passover. The, the slain Passover, the slain lamb. I'm thinking about this deep truth of the scriptures. The Bible says the cords of death could not withhold him because he was Mr. Passover. In the same way that God made that the enemies of Israel should chase them out of Egypt, God did the same so that Satan should chase Jesus out of death. Out love that the Passover should make demons to chase away cities out of spiritual death so that they should be revival in the cities. Take the Passover, the lamb that was slain. You are coming from the Passover weekend. That is why I've greeted you in the name of our Passover. It is not me who is inventing this. It is the Apostle Paul who is saying it. Sometimes believers are lazy to read the word of God. I take time to read it for you. 1 Corinthians 5 verse 7. Therefore purge out the old living that you may be a new lamp. Since you are truly, you truly are unleavened. For indeed Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Therefore let us celebrate the Passover not with an old leaven, one of wickedness, but with a bread, faith and leaven, filled with sincerity and truth. I greeted you in the name of Mr. The Passover or the slain Passover. I'll come back to that. You too, as believers, you need to be assistant Passovers that are slain. And Christians do not love a message of suffering. Jesus says, whoever wants to follow me, let him carry his cross. In other words, you're saying they should also be a Passover that is slain. Jesus says about the Apostle Paul, he is an instrument I've chosen to take my name to the kings, to the nations, to the people. I will reveal to him the sufferings that he will suffer because of my name. Not only Christ was a Passover for us, but he wants you to be a Passover for others. Follow me well. You know, in Egypt, there was, there was two Passovers. It was the Passover of the suffering of the children of Israel. Christians don't want this message of suffering. Today I want to help you. Israel shed blood. The babies of Israel were slain. Not only the, 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 the blood of the, the baby males. I'm thinking about the heart of the parents of these male children that were slain in Egypt. So there was a double Passover that did the work in Egypt. Christ is calling you not only to celebrate his Passover, but you should live your Passover. He says, whoever wants to follow me, who are you following? All those who follow Jesus. Jesus is the one who said it. Whoever wants to follow me, let him carry his cross. I am thinking about the double cross of Egypt. I'm I'm, I'm, I call it the, oh, the, the auxiliary or the assistant 
cross to of the main cross. Not only the lamb was slain, but also Israel also suffered in Egypt. The lamb that was slain was a prefiguration of the cross of Jesus. Israel also suffered. Not simple suffering. It's God who says to Moses, says, I've heard the cries of my people. I see their suffering. I've heard their oppression. I've come down in order to deliver them. Israel participated. I call the suffering of Israel the auxiliary suffering next to the main suffering of the land. And what does the apostle say? All those who want to live peacefully will be persecuted. Satan knows how to use suffering in order to detach you from God. Jesus at the cross ended with attachment at the, at the end of his cross. Satan knows how to use the cross of suffering in order to separate people from God. What did Jesus say? The prince of this world is coming but there's nothing of him in me. He will not be able to separate me from my father. That's why he said, for the world to know that I love my father, let us go to the cross. He loved his father. He loved his father. Not only he loved his father, he loved his father and he loved mankind. The man of Nazareth. Passover is an expression of the love of Christ for his father and for mankind. He kept the first commandment and the second commandment. You love the Lord with all your heart, your mind, and strength. And you love your neighbor as yourself. He says, for the world to know, that, that the world may know that I love my Father. Let us go from here. And he went to the cross. He sacrificed himself by love for his Father. The Father loves me because I give my life to take it back. He loved like Abraham loved. More than even Isaac. God said, give me the son that you love more. We, we need people. We need people who love God in a crazy manner. Jesus loved his father. He also loved mankind. And that is why the devil also imposes a black cross, an evil cross against those who love God. He doesn't love those who love God. Satan means the enemy of God, the one who hates God. But Jesus loved God until death. He said it in John 10. There is no greater love. Listen to me. There is no greater love than to give one's life for, for a friend. The first friend of Jesus is God, his father, his father, his father into your hands, I lay my spirit, that the world may know that I love my father. And this is the opposite of the one who hates the father, who is Satan. Not only hates the father, he also hates those who are born of the father. He hates human beings. Human beings are born from God. Let us create man in our own image. Satan hates God and the image of God, human beings. But Jesus loves God and he loves the image of God. Awesome. 
At least he kept the first commandment and the second commandment. That is why I call him Mr. Passover. The Bible says Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed. I would love that the church should understand that when Jesus says that whoever should follow me wants to follow me, let him carry his cross. If you follow, in Matthew 10, he is not bothering you by asking you to carry your cross. But he wants you to show your love for him. Matthew 10, 37 to 38. Whoever loves his father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. What a requirement. That is why I said to you, Christians must also be in their turn Passovers. Satan is watching you from his tower if you love God and if you love human beings. Because the Bible is clear that there's no greater love than to give, give one's life for a friend. I love the scriptures. I love that. The Lord should help you to be true. Many people worship. God is not looking for general worshipers. He's looking for true worshipers, says the Bible. Since these are the worshipers that my Father is looking for. They are rare. They are not easily found. To celebrate Passover is one thing, but to become a Passover is another thing. If he carried the cross to become our Passover, he's also asking us to carry our, our cross to become a Passover for others. I would love that God should help you. The topic that I'm going to speak to you today is overcoming the black cross by the cross of Jesus and by our cross. That is my topic. There will not be a victory over the black cross without the cross of Jesus. It is God who began this even before humankind was. Genesis 3 verse 15, I will set enmity between you and the woman, between the descendants of a woman, the seed of a woman and your seed. You will bruise a heel, she will crush your head. There is no victory over the black cross without the bruised heel. It was planned by God. The crushing of the head of the black cross. All the sufferings of the church have one source, which I call the black cross. But if you follow me well, you today, you are going to participate in the crushing of this black cross. As it is written, you will bruise his heel and you will crush your head. I want, I want to read so that you may follow me, you may understand my topic, overcoming the black cross by the cross of Jesus and our cross. I'll read in, in Peter. It is the black cross that crucified Jesus. He said, the prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing in me. It is the prince of this world who crucified him. I call him the black cross. It is not just a wood that we see it on different cathedrals. 
the black cross is Satan himself. He imposed on Jesus suffering. I'm thinking about this. I'll read a bit more. I'll read more. The cross of Jesus was coming from the anger of Satan. The two lions met at the cross. And the cross of our Passover overcame him. Because the lion of the tribe of Judah overcame There were two lions that were fighting. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brother within the world. This suffering is what I call the black cross. I am calling you to overcome this black cross by the cross of Jesus and your cross. He says, you will crush his head, you will bruise your heel. It is the bruising of the heel that precedes the crushing of the head of Satan. That is why I'm speaking about the cross of Jesus. That is the victory over the black cross of Satan. It is the same cross. When Jesus said, if someone wants to follow me, let him carry his cross and follow me, he knew that in the same way that the devil was angry against Jesus, he was going to be angry against all the believers. That is why the Apostle Peter says, your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. It is the same sufferings. What suffering did, didn't Satan impose on Jesus? The, the cross was the anger of Satan in order to separate Jesus from his father. He didn't know that Jesus was in a marriage that cannot be dissolved. And this is the same marriage we are going to enter. And Satan will know. It is Paul who says it. Who shall separate us from the love of God manifest in Jesus Christ? If he failed to separate Jesus from his father by suffering, I am today I am I am, I am complaining about Adam and Eve who were separated from God not by suffering but by lies in Hebrews 2 verse 14 in as much as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him with the power of death that is the devil. By the Passover, he crushed the black cross. Let us crush the black cross by the cross of Jesus. I am thinking about the Passover lamb in Egypt who slew the heads of the firstborn. That is why my topic is overcoming the black cross by the cross of Jesus and our cross. We need to participate in the death of Christ. It says by his death he destroyed the one who has the power of death who is the devil. Revelations 5 
five to six, one of the elders said to me, do not weep. As I said to you, at the cross, there were two lions that were in confrontation. The lion of hell that was angry against the Christ, who was in love with God and those who are from God. Satan's nature is to hate those who are born from God and God. Les livres et ses sept sceaux. Et j'ai vu au milieu du trône et des quatre êtres vivants. Et j'ai vu en dehors de la table et of the four living creatures and the of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. I am inviting you to know that your cross is the path to your victory over the black cross. That is why the cross of the children of Israel in Egypt, which was imposed on them by the royal anger and just sufferings were imposed on them. They were were, were in Egypt, not as undocumented foreigners. They were invited by the prime minister of that time, who was Joseph. The same Joseph who had fed Egypt. But this time, Egypt turned against his brothers. But Pharaoh didn't know that there's a principle over the crushed or the bruised heel that will crush the head. That is why you need to know that your suffering has the power to crush. Don't make the servants of God to suffer. It is dangerous. You are going to be crushed. If you make servants of God to suffer, you will be crushed. That is why I'm speaking to you about your Passover that crushes. The Apostle Paul speaks about these Jews who persecuted Jesus and all the prophets and us. And the anger of God has caught up with them. God speaks to Moses in anger because he was going to make Pharaoh to pay for the blood that he shed of the babies, the male babies. They didn't know that there was a promise of Abraham, whoever curses you will be cursed. There was a cross, a suffering imposed on Israel by a royal decree. I want you to know that your crosses, your sufferings, is a a royal decree of Satan imposed on you. There is a decree that demons are called to execute in all the cities of the earth. Satan says to them, make them to suffer, kill them. The devil loves that in order to hurt God because Israel was a son of God. The Bible says, I will call my son out of Egypt. Satan knew that touching Israel is touching God. That's why he will make you to suffer. When we read 1 Peter 5, you understand verse 8. says, be sober, watch, for the adversary the devil walks about looking for whom to give up, knowing that the same sufferings are imposed on your brethren around the world. This is the black cross that is... That is a law dictated against believers. That is why I say to you, overcome it by the cross of Jesus and your cross. 
the same one who imposed the cross on Jesus. It was the prince of this world. Jesus says the prince of this world is coming, but there is nothing of him in me, but that the world may know that I love my father. Let us go. The same one who decreed this law of the crucifixion of Jesus is the same one who has decreed a law of suffering against all the children of God in the whole world. There is a law against the believers. But now do not, be, do not fear. There is a law. God allows him to touch you that you may touch him. The Bible says, whoever touches you, touches the apple of my eye. Let the devil touch you. God allowed Satan to touch Jesus, so Jesus may, may touch him. By his death, he destroyed the one who has the power of death, that is the devil. That is what Passover is. It serves nothing to celebrate Passover while you host Satan. You must crush Satan in your cities, in your homes, in your nation. May you crush Satan that you may truly celebrate the Passover. It is the same suffering that he imposed on Jesus. Satan always fails in mathematics. He always, he always does bad calculations. He thought, he, he thought that by humiliating Jesus, he would overcome him. Jesus was a king, but he was, humiliate, he was humiliated. Carry your suffering. Glory comes. Humility precedes glory. This humility is accepting your suffering. The Bible speaks about Jesus have the same attitude of Jesus who came in the form of a servant. He humbled himself until death. They say the humility of Jesus overcame death, overcome your lowliness by the cross. That is why God highly exalted him. That's what I'm speaking to you about, overcoming the black cross by the cross of Jesus. Have a good vision of your cross. Let me read the scripture, then we are going to continue. Our cross receives the victory of the victory by the cross of Jesus over the black cross. That is why Israel received victory from the victory over the black cross. That was Pharaoh. Receive the victory of the victory by your cross. May you prepare a landing place for the victory. I think about it in Egypt. The sufferings and cries of Israel in Egypt was a landing pad for the victory. God says, I have, I have heard their cries, I have seen their sufferings, and I have come down. That is why I say to the devil, it is a miscalculation to make the children of God to suffer because this prepares the landing of the victory. And when God landed, he used the Passover lamb. Let me read Romans 8. It's a little long, but it will help you from the 31 to 38. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, 
who can be against us. Hallelujah. Extraordinary. Because God stood beside Israel, Pharaoh could not stand before them. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who dies. And furthermore, is also reason who is even at the right hand of God who, is also make, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sweat? Our suffering doesn't mean that God does not love us anymore. God loved Israel who was suffering in Egypt. As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Through him who loved us. Hallelujah. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, no principalities, no powers, no things present, no things to come, no height, no depth, no any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Nothing. The problem of the devil is to separate you from God. That is why he's angry and he's imposing suffering on you. But our attachment to God has been cemented by the blood. This scripture has helped us to understand what happens when the devil is trying to separate us from God that he will not manage. That is why I know Christians don't love this scripture that lady whoever wants to follow me carry their cross. Christians don't love this scripture because for them God is bothering them and yet your cross is just your expression of love to God. That is the first commandment. You shall love the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. That is the first commandment. The, your cross is your first commandment. Yeah. Yeah. A commandment of love because he loves you. Jesus accepted his cross because he wanted to express love to his father and to demonstrate it. Listen to me, my brother, my father, my brother, my sister. Demonstrate your love for God through your suffering. Jesus said, so that the world may know that I love my Father, let us go to the cross. 
John says we love him because he loved us first. And Jesus by his cross overcame the black cross. I love the song that says, To you the glory. Oh, reason one. To you all the victory. For eternity. Shining with light. The angel came down. And he rode away the stone of the defeated tomb. To you the glory. Oh, reason one. To you the victory for eternity. Mm. The lion of the tribe of Judah has overcome by his cross. To you the glory, Jesus. I say to you from this office, to you the glory, Orison One, who is listening to me. To you, to you, to you, Jesus. I love to charm over your grave and say to you the glory, to you the glory, Jesus. Oh, reason why. The cause of death could not hold him because he was the Passover lamb. God says, I will do one more miracle and Pharaoh will let you go because of the cross. It was no longer Pharaoh in the case of Jesus. It was Satan and his enemy as enemy. That could no longer hold him, hold the men of the cross. That is why I can say to you the glory, to you the victory for eternity. Hallelujah and hallelujah. I can also sing for the church. To you the glory. To you the glory, dear church. To you to the glory, dear church. By your crosses. I want to sing another song of victory. Behold, the dawn is shining in the far horizon. Let us bring our weapons at the feet of the King of Kings. Songs after tears and the throne after the cross. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Hallelujah. The land where milk and honey flows, the best is after the Passover. And your Passover, I've heard their cries and I have seen their sufferings. To your crosses is attached the best, the best of the universe. Receive the best, you who are suffering. The best for Israel was behind the suffering of Israel in Egypt and behind the suffering of the land. The best, the best, the best, hallelujah 
And hallelujah. I'm thinking about the song of the billions and billions of angels. The Lamb who was slain is worthy to receive honor, praise, wisdom, riches, power forever and ever. Hallelujah. The Lamb that was slain, our Passover, overcomer of the black cross. Our love that you should access the victory that you should enjoy the best. Our love that your suffering should be followed or should be coupled with the suffering of the Lamb. Your suffering is not enough. It must be it must be connected to the suffering of the Lamb. That is why the Bible says they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of their testimonies. They didn't love their lives as to shy away from death. Your suffering married to the suffering of the Lamb, our Passover Lamb. Your sufferings, wherever you are, is leading you in the victory and is leading you in the best. I'm thinking of the suffering of Nelson Mandela and the people of South Africa who overcame apartheid. There was no other way behind apartheid. There was the one who makes others to suffer, who does not love the justice and rights of the human beings. But the suffering of Nelson Mandela was a price for victory over a diabolical system. I'm thinking of Martin Luther King. They are in the U.S. and in the United States of America. Him too was killed because he was fighting for the rights of black people and the rights of them to live together with white people. Martin Luther King was a pastor. Nelson Mandela was a Methodist believer not as a pastor as Martin Luther King, but their sufferings participated in the battle against important things. What about the sufferings of you, servants of God? It will produce and produce for you. But I am today complaining against those who do not believe. You want to live to please the one who kills those who please, the one who hangs, the one who kills. If you want to please the devil, he will hang you. Judas wanted to please the devil by selling out Jesus and Satan hung him. When he, when, when he went to take back the money to the temple, they said to him, this is your own fault. And he went to be hung by Satan. You, you people of the world do not please Satan. He is going to pay you badly and he will hang you after you have enjoyed sin. Come back to the cross of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.